wondering if I'm driving a vehicle on the interstate, or it could be actually wherever, just driving a car, and a plane crashes into my car. Is that a plane crash, or is that a car crash? I've had this question in my mind for quite some time, more than a few years. I don't know. I don't know. If anyone knows the answer, what you think, just hit me up, thecuriositychamber at gmail.com. Lots of questions. Um, Apparently, I have to figure out if I'm going to tuck my wiener in at the beach this year as well. Tucked in or where it tucked out because now we have options. There's options. Target is accommodating if I wanted to tuck in my, my schlong. If I don't want it to show, if I don't want that bulge to show, I have an option. So that's nice to know. Um, welcome back, everybody. Whew. It's been quite some time, huh? I think it's been another week. Last you heard from me, I was on my deathbed. I'm still kind of amazed how I ended up uh, in the situation I was in and that I mustered up enough willpower to come on here and give you guys an update of my well-being or lack thereof. Um, when it rains, it pours, and uh, some other shit hit the fan while I was sick. So I let's talk about it, huh? Well, thank you. first first and foremost, thank you for for always being here and listening to me speak and uh, coming on here and updating you with some personal life. Personal life stories, I guess. Trials and tribulations. Trial by fire. And you guys are always there, so thank you so much. Um, When I was sick, when I had pneumonia, in quotes, um, May 14th is when I started to kind of feel a little bit better. Like it was starting to change. Like we were starting to... We're on the mend a little bit, and then, which was Mother's Day, May 14th, my birthday. So the following day, uh, my kid, Julian, who's six, he couldn't feel his legs. So we're like, well, that seems strange. Is he exaggerating? Like, what is this? You can't feel your legs. And he was just literally crawling all over the place. And we know he was sick. He had the flu for about a week up to this point. And he was just doing this weird crawling around. And if he stood up on on his legs, you know, like how a homo sapien is supposed to walk, he would like freak out. It'd be painful, I guess. And me and my ex-wife didn't know if if this was a real thing or if this was an exaggeration. But he's not one to exaggerate, I guess. But he's six. So he's still like a little kid. We don't know. This is really weird behavior. Um, the crawling started actually like May 14th, Mother's Day, my birthday at night. And we called the, uh, the pediatrician and he was like, you know what? Just give him some scrambled eggs. Uh, just make sure he's eating protein. Yada, 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 yada. Like, okay. Uh, yeah, we'll do that. So we fed him. We fed him. We fed him scrambled eggs. We fed him. We kept feeding him food and you know liquids, pushing through liquids. 
And the next day, so now May 15th, the day after my birthday, the day after Mother's Day, like his legs are still so bad. He still will not walk on them after we just took the uh, the doctor's advice, the pediatrician's advice. And little homie is still just like crawling like out of the movie The Ring. Just like, what are you doing here, guy? Like, use your legs, dude. We're... <laughs> I mean, we have a benefit. We can walk on two legs. Use it. You know, that's what makes us different than you know, primates. And he wouldn't. So he was looking like a dog boy. And uh, my ex-wife called the uh, emergency room. So we're going to come in. So she brought him into the emergency room. They did a bunch of tests on this kid. And like, we, yeah, he had influenza B. But apparently there's like a rare case where like if the influenza B spreads to the legs it could like disable your legs like it's just such excruciating pain in your legs that you won't use them and you know statistically we we found out that it's like mostly six-year-old males that deal with this and my kid's six years old and he's a male so it made sense that it was happening to him statistically um, they did a bunch of blood work, and I guess uh, you know, I'm not a doctor, obviously, but I'm going to tell you what they told me um, and my ex-wife. They told us that your your kidneys are supposed to show a number of like 50. Okay, just keep that. I don't know what the number is, but the number is 50. It's supposed to show 50 on this blood test, and Julian's was showing 4,500, so super abnormal. Um the ER place that we brought him to did not have a pediatric division. Like they didn't have a a division for kids. So what had to happen was we had to transport him via ambulance, via $5,000 taxi ride, which is fine. I mean, (laughs) this is like a severe case. So yeah, do what you got to do. Just make sure he's healthy. But um, they took him from one hospital to the next, and now he's uh, in this pediatric unit getting the the care that he needs in order to be able to use his uh, homo sapien legs again and walk like a human being. Um, they had him hooked up to an IV. Uh, they had to like, take blood tests from him every six hours i think maybe maybe it was 12 hours i don't know it's all a blur there was multiple blood tests because you want those levels that were at 4300 to get back down to like homeostasis where it's supposed to be at like 50 or whatever and we ended up staying there for a full day so me and my ex-wife slept there while you know monitoring our child and uh if you've never seen a child in like a gown with an IV, it's kind of heartbreaking. <laughs> There's some pictures that you know we'll put in that scrapbook or whatever the hell it's called nowadays. We don't use scrapbooks, I, but I'm just, I don't know what else to call it. I don't. I really don't know what else to call it. An online album. I, th- I we'll just call it a scrapbook. Fuck it, scrapbook. And yeah, we we won't forget this, but we were there for a day. His levels got to about like twenty three hundred when it's supposed to be at that fifty. 
But as long as they saw it going down, that's fine. He was able to use his legs. He was in good spirits. Um, and we dipped out. We left. And we what day did we leave? We left like Tuesday, right? Tuesday. Got home Wednesday. Today is Thursday. Yeah, he's walking around. He's doing good. He's happy. Um, but we have to go on Saturday to get more tests and his blood drawn just to make sure that the levels are going down. It's just a pain in the ass, dude. It feels so bad, so sad for like a six-year-old. This kid's been through so much. He's had a broken arm already. He's had like this whole stunt at the hospital with his uh, influenza B and his legs not working. The fuck? And then um, like earlier on in his life, he had like this uh, this tumor on his head that he had to get removed as well. And he had so he had a like some broken teeth that he had to get surgery on. Like so, this kid has been through so much shit. I haven't been through any of that, and I'm 35 years old. And this kid has been through all of it already. So if there's any precursor, Jesus, man. Like, let, let's try and slow down just a little bit, please, God. My goodness. He's good. He's 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 good, though. Like, I couldn't ask for a better kid. I love him so much. He's nice. Um, he does what he's told, and he just rolls with the punches. So couldn't ask for anything more on that front. But... <laughs> So that's how the the week looked for me. A little update. Um, you know, I started off with me getting that pneumonia shit, and then it like transpired into that. So, oh god, just give me the strength, man. Mercury retrograde. If you don't fucking believe it, you believe it now, which I do. Crazy. Um, I think we still got like fifteen days before that. That whole Mercury retrograde is over. Um, how's everyone doing today, man? Hope you're doing better than me. I'm on the mend. I'm feeling better. But uh, it's just been rough, man. It's just been rough. And, you, you know, <laughs> you do a lot of thinking. Mm, yeah, a lot of thinking. Um... You never know. It's so cliche, but it's so fucking true. You never know what you have until you don't have it. Example, like health, dude. I've never taken my health for granted. I always try to push my limits physically. And until it like hits you, like a sack of bricks. Like you you can only really know so much. Like we can all we can all like paint these scenarios in our head and in our mind like what it would be like if we didn't have our health. But that's just like a a story that you make up in your mind. Like you really don't know until you physically live it. And that's that's one of the the things that the gods are envious of human beings. Because, like, the gods will never die. They will never, I guess you could say they take for granted being 
healthy and, you know, experiencing things. Because as for a human, for like me and you, like this isn't forever. Having good health isn't forever. So you kind of like cherish these things a little bit more. You kind of, there's a purity to it. There's like a, um, there's a deep sensation, a deep love toward experiences. And we get to do that because we know it's a finite time. And when I was just like on my bed, dude, and I couldn't get up, I was just like, fuck, man, this sucks. Oh, I would do anything. And of course, like a, a nice week out, so it's like 70, 80 degrees, just sunny, and I'm just cramped out, cramped in in my bed, can't move, can't eat, feels so, so bad, mentally exhausted, just cloudy thoughts, my body is like giving out, I, like I can't physically move, oh, and by the way, if anyone has shit in their teeth, and you need it removed, give me a call because right now my arms and my legs are like toothpicks. So I'll just like, I'll drive a bicycle over real fast. Bing, bing. And I'll just like get that. Sh- Look at that. If you're watching YouTube or TikTok, my arms are like toothpicks right now. So I can get some shit out of your teeth if you'd like. Um, But it's so strange, man. Because I go into like such deep thought when I'm sick like that. I don't get sick like that often, but when I do, I'm just like, man, when I get better, I have to, I have to, like, I have to do what I, I set out to do. Like, I can't just talk about it anymore. I cannot just talk about it. I have to go out there and do it because I don't know how much fucking time I have. Like sickness can just come, can just come out of nowhere. I'm healthy as shit. I know I am. And all of a sudden, I just get taken out for like two weeks. Can't do anything. I can't walk. I can't go to the gym. I can't interact with people. I can't do anything. I can't, I couldn't even fucking podcast, man. And that's just like literally walking a few steps plugging in my mic and talking. I couldn't do it. So, like, what the fuck do you want to do, man? Just, what do you want to do? Do it. What the fuck are you waiting for? Like, what are you waiting for? Are you waiting to get sick again? What are you waiting for? Is there, a, is there going to be, like, this perfect moment? That's just going to hit you upside the head. And you're like, oh, well, there's the sign. Now I should do it. Now I'm ready. No, you'll never fucking be ready. You will never be ready. You just need to do it while you can, while you are healthy, while you have, while you have a sharp mind. Okay? You just have to do it. Who gives a fuck what people think about you? If you want to do something, do it, man. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Like, it sounds so good, and you'll just keep procrastinating. Because I know it's a human trait. And you'll just keep procrastinating. And then all of a sudden, 
something happens. The unexpected happens, and now you're able to justify it even more and just fucking lay around and be like, man, when I get better, when I get better, I swear to God, dude, I'm going to do it. I'm going to fucking do it. There's no better time than now. There's not. I just got pissed off, man, when I was sick because there were things I wanted to do, and I could have done it. I should have done it. I fucking should have. I didn't, and then I got sick, and now I have to like, God damn it, man. Start from scratch, basically, but listen, here's what happens. Here's what happens with me. When there's a setback, when there's a big old setback like there was just now, like I get, I get hungry as shit. I get so motivated. Like I, this will not happen again. Sure, like I can't help if me getting sick happens. But I'll tell you what, I can control. I can control what I want to do. And now I have a bunch of shit written down. And I'm going to start checklisting that shit. And there's no excuses. Because the way that I felt on my bed. And I was like a non-functioning member of society. That is probably the worst thing for anybody. You just feel useless. What's the point of life? What is the point of life, man? And then you get stressed out as well because if you have a job, like your job is what pays your insurance. Your job is what pays for you to have like your kid to live a good life, to go to school, buying clothes, to like just living. You have to have a job to live. You have to have an income. So what I was thinking is, what can I do in order to not rely on something like that. You know, to where like, if an emergency happens, like you're kind of at the will of your employer, like, oh fuck, dude, I hope they let me off. I hope they let me off for a week. Like, God forbid, dude, like my job is cool as hell. So I'm so thankful for that, that we have like this unlimited um, flex vacation time. And I've put in enough work to where my manager knows that I'm responsible. Like, he doesn't need to micromanage me. If I need time off, that's fine. Take time off. He knows that when I come back, I'm going to grind my dick off and I'm going to put up some numbers. But I, I do understand because I've had jobs where, like, you have to accumulate. You have to occur, like, certain hours that you can take off. Like, dude, what does that world look like? If you get pneumonia and you're sick for two weeks and then like consecutively the week after that, like you just start feeling better, then your kid gets sick and he's in the hospital and now you have to spend time with him, but you don't have any fucking hours. Like what? You don't have any hours to, to use for vacation time or sick time. Like, dude, that is so stressful. That is so stressful. Good Lord, man. And I'm I'm in a little bit of a different position, but ultimately the position I would love to be in is like where I don't even have to worry about any of that, dude. Like I can just have 
a nice steady stream of money accounting for myself, just like depending on myself. Not having to even ask if I can take off or like report to anyone that I need to take off. Like my kid's sick, so I'm I'm not going to work today. And then you just take the time you need off without having it to run it by anyone. And I think that's that's like my American dream. So I think that was like a really big eye-opening mindset, I guess, I had while I was just laying in bed, not being able to move. And then all of a sudden, the next week, my kid gets sick and I have to take off even more time. And it's just stressful, man. But I'll tell you right now, I'm hungry as shit. I'm hungry. I know what I need to do. And I got that checklist and we're we're just going to fucking, we're going to bust it out. We're just going to, we're going to go down the checklist and do it. What I mean, dude, what's the worst that can happen, right? You'll never know unless you try. And the next podcast, I'll like elaborate a little more about what I mean on this checklist. But uh, I want to get things in motion before I even start talking about it and just, you know, hardline it. And just fucking do it and see what comes of it. Maybe nothing comes of it. Maybe nothing comes of it. But maybe, maybe some opportunities come from it. And you'll never know unless you do it. Sometimes it's the journey, not the destination. Because you get all of these opportunities and you meet people on the way there. And that was the real reason for you even... embarking on this you know taking a chance taking a leap of faith and it doesn't even become about the destination anymore it's just about the journey and the people you meet on the way and the doors that open because of it because you were you wanted to put yourself out there finally there's never a right moment people there is never a fucking right moment so whatever you want to do you know what you want to do deep down You fucking know what you want to do deep down. I can't tell you. Your mom can't tell you. Your friends can't tell you. You know what you need to do deep down. So, and there's never going to be a more perfect time. Kind of like just having kids, dude. There's never a right time. Just do it. And in most cases, it's like the most beautiful thing that can happen. Changes you. So, guess we'll end there huh (laughs) thank you all for for uh staying loyal and coming back here and listening to me yap and blabber on oh god knows what um i think we're uh we'll be more consistent finally i think we're out of the woods um but yeah i love doing this man so appreciate it thank you everyone for listening hope everyone's doing wonderful and well and have a a nice lovely weekend coming up um i'll be back on i'll post in like a a day or so but love you guys thanks and uh we'll see you on the next one peace